0: you could have chose to be you chose to be right here with us on breakfast with champions and that means the world to me and i absolutely stinking love you for it so with that said we are excited to launch the new breakfast with champions podcast thanks so much
1: so it's great that we can come in and talk about concepts but i think one of the most important things we can ever do is put them into action and so i want to challenge you go there breakfastwithchampions.live Find that resource, the Grow With God Conference 2021. It's coming up in November, so make sure you grab your ticket, guys. So, hey, in our short time today, I would love – I've got about 25 minutes here. Love to spend a little time digging in with you guys. You know, we're talking about wealth, wisdom. Hey, sorry, guys. Had a call come in (laughs) here. They always try to come in when I'm on. Anyway, I'd love for us to dig into the idea of what unlocks the wellness – for us as leaders, as entrepreneurs, as managers, as owners, as individuals, when we wanna take the vision, the mission of our life and lead it forward. What does it take to lead it forward? And I believe that there are three things that you need to know well about yourself. Because one thing that I know certain, probably because I've screwed it up more times than I've succeeded at it, is this as goes the leader, so goes the organization, so goes the team, so goes the progress, so goes the success, that when you step into a place of leadership, whatever that looks like, so maybe you've got to manage, uh, you're managing a team, maybe you own that business, maybe you're launching that business, maybe you're just at the vision stage, the dream stage of what you're gonna create. But the reality is, is I think there are three things about ourselves, about our lives, that we need to deeply understand so that we can lead forward with clarity. So if you're a note taker like I am, I- I'm always in. As a matter of fact, I tell you the best tool that I've gotten in the last year is that new remarkable tablet, the, the version two. That thing is a lifesaver to me because I'm still old school and take handwritten notes. Now I just have them digital, so it's amazing and it's I like it better than my iPad. So anyway, if you've got something to take notes with, I want you to lean in and think about these things. And this is a this is an exercise that I lead leadership teams through across the world. So whether I'm stepping into corporate America, or with an entrepreneur, or in the nonprofit space, I take CEOs, directors, leaders, team managers through this practice on a regular basis. This, in fact, is what I got invited to come teach uh, a couple years ago with Sir Richard Branson and Naveen Jain and, and their crew at at Richard's house in Switzerland. And it's a very powerful tool. And I'm going to give you basically the Reader's Digest version today in our short time together and kind of use it as a wellness checkup for you and your leadership style. So here's what I want you to do. If you got a piece of paper or however you're taking your notes, I want you to write down the term personal values. Okay. Now you're not going to be able to complete this in our time today. But what I would love for you to do is think about the very core personal values, that, the things that make you tick every day, the things that matter to you. Maybe it's loyalty. Maybe it's value. You know, whatever, whatever that particular value is to you. Maybe it's friendships. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's the security of knowing how much money's going to be in the bank. Maybe a personal value for you is giving and generosity. But I, but I am curious. I don't know. I'd love to hear from some of the other moderators or folks on stage here. What are some personal values that outline who you are that make you tick every day? I'd love to hear from you guys for a minute.
2: Hey, Michael. How are you?
1: Hey, good, Dr. Sean.
2: Um, yeah, I just wanted to chime in. Um, I came in late, but I think that one of my uh, – values is really um just trying to be as much service as i can i know that you know we've had a conversation or two about this on the back channel a little bit since since uh, you came up to, to breakfast with champions and that i feel like having a serve at heart and leading with service sort of sets a tone for everything that you do and sort of allows you to become more of a collaborator, more of somebody who people can rely on as opposed to somebody who's just here for the quick hit and just here just here to to make but there's nothing wrong with that it's just yeah. not how I choose to operate so
1: no i I agree with that let me ask you this Dr. Sean when you think about that as a personal value that matters to you, it influences the decisions you make in in business connections relationships and life wouldn't you say
2: it it has to it has to yeah, be yeah it has to be the tone that i take with everything because it's a slippery slope right because we're, it's so easy to get caught up in the flow of things that you lose sight of the ultimate game, the ultimate goal which is to win as a team absolutely and, and that's when basketball players football players people who want the ball just give me the damn ball right uh, they get in yeah. trouble so that's right so i think it's really important that we that if you if you want to be want to come from a from uh, from from the value of service that you need to actually be vigilant to stay in it
1: absolutely so i, I appreciate that share I, I hope what you could hear there is just the the depth of what that value means to dr sean and the truth is the values that are really deep set within us as we just discussed they they inform our decision making They drive us into indecisions. They are actually the things that make us tick underneath sometimes that we're subconsciously operating from. So when you take that personal values and you make this list uh, of personal values that you have, keep them simple. And this is what I tell everybody. It can be one or two words. I don't need a sentence on this. You don't need a sentence on this, but what y'all, what I want you to do is I want you to write down 12 values that make you tick. Now here's the thing, the first five, six, seven, maybe even eight of them, they roll off the tongue pretty easy. So this is an exercise that's really gonna stretch you a little bit and make you dig deep because I want you to be able to put 12 things, 12 value statements that make you tick, that inform you, that, that make, make you who you are in life. So the reality is, is that even at times when we wanna overcompensate as leaders, right? And we step into this place of leadership and we wanna lead an organization or build an organization, whatever it looks like, or, or, or lead a team, the, those values, those things that are deep set within us, even if we're trying to achieve different results, even if we're trying to overcome something that we're insecure about, those values that are inside of us, good or bad, they inform our decision-making. And they make us who we are at the core. So I really want you to take some time, maybe this afternoon, this evening, tomorrow morning, you know whenever I'd love for you to fill out that list those 12 value statements because it's a big core factor because who who I am as a person informs the way that I lead. And sometimes looking in that mirror and be able to kind of flex those mus- muscles a little bit to, to understand those values of ourselves, we can find places that we need to grow or that we do need to overcome. And so I just want to challenge you in in that to, to really step into a place where you are able to understand those values for yourself. The second thing I want you to write down is the second category. This is out of the three things that are going to drive us into healthy leadership. All right, is your business practices. Your business practices. Now, these, what I wanna, I wanna define this a little bit for you, okay? So we have personal values, now we got business practices. Everybody, regardless of your role in life, you have business practices, and they're instilled in you at a young age. And what I'm really referring to is the way that you transact with everything around you. So it's the transaction value that occurs in personal relationships is the transactions transactions that occur when we make business decisions so it's how we interact with the world around us the give and take right one of the best examples that i can ever give as my kid, when my kids were little my uh ex-wife and i we used to you know take trips every year to charleston and we love the old market down there and every time we go to the old market i would give my kids $10 and I give him a $10 bill. And I tell him, listen, we go through the market? I want you to find something you want. This is a gift. Like I want you to enjoy it. So, and I'm not going to criticize it I'm not going to judge it. If you want candy or you want a shirt or whatever you can get for that money, it's your money. Go spend it. And I'll never forget a few years ago as we're going through the market, my youngest comes, we come out all the way. I don't know if you've ever been there, but there's like five buildings and we come out the other side and he's made no decision. Now, this is an impulsive kid. Normally, if I hand him 10 bucks, it's spent before it hits the palm of his hand. But as we got to the other side, I leaned in. I was like, Judah, what, what is it, buddy? Why, how come you couldn't find anything? And he said, well, I was just hoping when we get done today that we can go to Goodwill because I'll get more things. So for him, it was quantity over quality that drives his business decisions, his transactions, his business practices. So some of us have a business practice that we need that new that new Louis Vuitton or the new Gucci or whatever it is. And some of us are okay to go to Goodwill, it's okay. But they inform your business practices. So I'm curious to hear from, from some of the other moderators on here, what do you think informs some of your business practices in life? Hey Michael, I'm happy to jump in here for a second. Hey, go for it Justin. Yeah, I think really thinking about the long game versus short-term money, right? In my industry, there's a lot of times where it's easy to just make a quick sale. Um, There's a lot of files that I've lost money on and just done the right thing for my clients. And not saying that I'm the most awesome person on the face of the earth, but I can tell you if you make your decisions with an understanding that it's not about the transaction, that your real wealth comes from the depth of relationships
0: that you have, you will be wealthy indeed. I think this is a great segment and I appreciate the conversation.
1: Yeah, I love that, Justin. That that resonates deeply with me. That's a big piece for me because I'd rather have the relationship than the transaction because somewhere down the road, it pays dividends, right? Our, our network is, uh, like we say it all the time, that cliche saying, our network is our net worth. But it's okay for us. Like Again, everybody needs to take a moment to really think about what is that business practice that informs the way you lead the way you act the way you move the way that you operate day to day because when we want we really want to have some self-awareness we need to get in front of the mirror okay and we need to understand these things about ourselves all right so just like with the personal values what i'd love for you to do again to this afternoon tonight tomorrow whenever i want you to write 12 things that define your business practices twelve things that define the way you transact with the world around you because these really do inform the way that we lead and the way that we move forward so we've had personal values and we've had business practices so I'll take just a second here guys if you're if you're just stepping in the room I want to welcome you this is breakfast with champions we are here Every day, Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with top-level amazing content that was created, led, and curated by the one and only Glenn Lundy and his amazing team, such as Sarah and everybody else. I'm so thankful we're here Saturdays from 6 a.m. to noon Eastern, and then Sundays for Club 111. If you want to learn more about the resources at Breakfast with Champions, go to breakfastwithchampions.live, and you'll be able to find out more there. With that being said, let's jump back in here. So the things that are going to influence us into a state of wellness as leaders, as we move forward, And I've been able to teach this stuff to those top level CEOs, to, to the pastors in the local church, to the guys leading the nonprofit and to the entrepreneur who doesn't even have his team yet, because at the center core of this thing, we as individuals, whether we're leading a company, whether we're building an idea whether that we're just leading our home, our family. Understanding these realities about ourselves help bring wellness and awareness and, and health to who we are as leaders. So you have the personal values, you got the business practices. Now, this is always my favorite one. This is this is the passion statement. Uh, these are like the, the real like drivers at the heart level. It may be the dream you're holding. It, it may be the thing that it wakes you up every day, that passion that gets you out of bed every day and gets you super excited. That thing that you dream of down the road, maybe it hasn't even happened yet, but it's a deep set passion it has been with you since childhood. What, what are those passions that are deep set within your heart that drive you forward? I mean, one of, one of mine personally, that drives me is I want to see the world. So up to now in, in my short 41 years on this planet, I've been in 91 countries and I want to see all of them. If at all possible, I want to be able to set foot on the soil in every country. And of course, sometimes that's a moving target because we have new ones or, or, or merging countries and things like that that are happening all the time. But the idea is that I want to see the entire world that we get to live in. And so there's a passion underneath that drives me to make decisions in life and in business that empower me to pursue that passion. So that being said, I'd love to hear some input from other folks who are up here. What are the passions that are deep set within you that drive you for it as a human being, as a leader, as a person, as a husband, a father, a wife, a mother, a child, what, what are the passions that drive you?
3: Michael, this is Megan DiMartino. I'm just Hey, Megan. Yeah. Hello, and I just read your bio, and we have something very strongly in common, and that is hope. And uh, I wrote a book a couple of years ago, and the title is Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. Now, I am... Um, a good deal older than you, so like you just said, you're 41 years. And uh, But hope and encouragement has been the passion of my life um, for my children, my family, my friends, my business, um, the individuals that have worked for me, with me over these many years, to give them encouragement, to help them gain clarity, uh, and that courage. of of following their dreams and goals and aspirations so hope is a foundational piece in my passion and purpose of my life
1: i love that megan that's incredible why hope why what 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 does that actually mean to you as the as an individual what is hope what what power does hope bring to you what is it how does it fuel you
3: well you know zig Ziglar said um if there's hope in uh, the future there's power in today so it gives you that um understanding and then the word of god i was going to say of faith meaning that faith is the substance of the things hoped for with the evidence not yet seen and so if you know if you walk idly in this world and don't have uh you know hope is not just a like hopium as Danelle said uh, Dan- Danelle delgado which is true if you don't have the other components to it meaning which is that mission and vision and goals and values absolutely but it gives you that understanding that you can get through this you can start this whatever you can deal with the uh children that are sick or home uh you know uh, being uh you know like last year all of a sudden mothers and fathers became teachers this too shall end So it's giving you that understanding. So as he said, Zig, you know, if there's hope in the future, there's power in today. And that's that fuel that will keep you going to start or scale or sustain, you know, because without it, it's a very difficult journey. And to me, that is what hope stands for.
2: I love that.
1: Absolutely love that. Obviously resonates deep within my heart. I use the term hope dealer all the time. It's, it's my number one, not only value, but a passion.
3: And yes, that's one thing
1: so that mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to help you guys look at. So with your passions, the same thing I want you to do with that is as the other two, with the personal values, the business practices and the passions, you're gonna write out 12 statements, 12 words, 12 things that define you. But here's where we can land the plane and move this forward. And I love that you said just a minute ago, you quoted scripture there, Megan, talk, talking about hope. There's a scripture that's driven everything that I do as as a business consultant and as someone who helps coach leaders. And it's actually the story of the Tower of Babel when everybody's trying to you know, show that they could build a tower to heaven and show how great man was. And it's an interesting statement by God in the scriptures. And he says this, he says, because they speak the same language, nothing will get in their way. And I think it's this incredible principle that often we miss for ourselves individually, but for the people, the organizations, the families, the groups that we lead day in and day out because I believe wholeheartedly that when we speak the same language, nothing gets in our way. I can't tell you how many times I've sat with with sales teams, with corporate teams, with venture capital teams, with, with people all over the planet. And they may all have the same goal in mind, but when I ask them to communicate the, the, the path to get there, the journey to get there, the way they're gonna achieve those things, everybody in the room generally will tell me something slightly different or even vastly different as they navigate towards that goal. But you wanna create efficiency, wellness, health, as a leader within your organization, within your heart, within your life, set the language. Lay down that common language set. And so here's, here's how you can do that. Once you've taken time to write out those 12 items in your personal values, your business practices, and your passions, I want you to take an inventory of those lists. Because my guess is at the, at the core of who we are, we operate at our highest level when everything's in alignment. And when those three categories of our life, when those three aspects of our lives are in alignment, we're operating on all cylinders. It's full speed ahead. We're not doubting ourselves. We're not living in fear. We're not worried about our performance. We're just being ourselves. Something I talked about last week in my segment of learning to just be. Right? So when you look at that list, what I want you to do, and this is gonna be the challenge, and you're gonna to have to put some time into this. Guys, what I'm teaching you today, I usually go in and spend two days with corporate teams and teach what I'm just doing in 25 minutes over the course of two days and really refine this in the heart of leaders. But I want you to take that list. You'll be 36 statements on that list. And I want you to look at them. And my guess is there will be three general ideas that stand out to you, alignment in those ideas. Like I just said, hope stands out in my personal values, but it also stands out in my passions. Because I know how much hope is given me and I know I've seen what it gives to other people. And my passion is to see that come alive in other people. So I I want you to look through that category and maybe you'll have to come up with a different term because maybe you'll see in there, like, like Justin was talking about, it's relationships over the transaction. And when you look at your personal values, friendships and loyalty stand out to you. And in your passions, maybe it is that great relationship with your spouse or your, your kids or, or just your network of friends. But there's going to be an alignment in there. And you can come up with a term that, that basically becomes the umbrella for that alignment. But I want you to look at that and I want you to come up with three terms at the end of this thing, that give you alignment in who you are. What makes you tick? What gets you up every day? What informs your decision-making and your leadership and your communication every day? So when I take my list and I go through it, I have three words that define who I am. Those three words are discover, serve, and grow. And for me, when I look at the word discover, it talks about the depth of my values, my my practices and my passions, because a big piece of that is that that desire to travel and see the world, to literally discover the world. I love to learn, to take in new information. So I want to discover, I, I love meeting new people. I want to discover new relationships. So discover encompasses the way that I fulfill me. The, the, second, the second word in your thing is, is how you are going to take care of other people. What is the alignment in all three of your categories that make sure that you're taking care of people? For me, it's the word serve. It's to put others first. It's to be generous and to give more than I get. It's to show up and, and deal that hope to other people. So when I serve, I'm fulfilling at the heart level who, who I am but I'm doing it to give value to other people. So discover is to fulfill me. Serving is to fulfill others. And my third word, which is grow, is the legacy. The the thing that I wanna leave behind. I want to know that when people come in contact with me that they've grown. I wanna know that the organizations that I've been able to lead grow. I wanna know that the relationships that I've been a part of have depth and continue to multiply dividends year over year, decade over decade, lifetime over lifetime. The investments I make, I wanna see them grow. I wanna see my bank account grow because I wanna leave the legacy of wealth to my children. So when you take all of those personal values, business practices and passions, find those three areas of alignment and define them. What is it that fulfills you? What is it that will serve or fulfill others? And what is that legacy you want to leave? And from now on, when you move forward and somebody says, Who are you? what defines you what makes you tick how do you go when you share that with other people here's what happens they get to know you on a deeper level they get to understand you on a deeper level and when we as leaders communicate and give understanding to the people that we lead to the vision that we're creating and building the companies that we want to explode on this planet when i can communicate as a key leader what makes me tick what I want to do for others and what legacy I want to leave people understand the decisions I make the reasons why I communicate the way I do why I operate the way I do it relieves stress in relationships it relieves tension and leadership and it creates alignment in an organization so guys with that being said that is my alignment blueprint that right there is what I charge people $50,000 to show up and teach. I just gave you uh, a Reader's Digest Masterclass in 25 minutes. I hope that that will be a tool you carry forward that makes a difference for you. But I'm so thankful to be here today at Breakfast with Champions.